Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show dedicated to giving you behind-the-scenes access into the lives of your favorite players. Today, Mike Clevenger joins the show to talk about learning to be himself, pursuing a career as a pro skater, his hair, and the one time he OD'd on coffee. I'm your host, Trevor Bauer, and this is the Bauer Bites Podcast. What's up? What's up, dude? Got the uh, sunflower shoes. I like that. Teal. Just yellow. Ah, uh, they're kind of sunflowery. When you combine them with the rest of the get up, they're pretty sunflowery. You're the uh, you're the shoe guy, so. I do have sunflower vans, though. Actually, these aren't the ones. That's that's I what I'm saying. Have sunflower vans. That's what I'm saying. You got your uh, the um, turf shoes. What you got this year? With the, the uh, owl and the wolf. Yeah, those are sick. I already those got sick. warned without. Before Did you? I got them. They warned my cleat guy, which is even wilder. So they don't even warn you anymore because they know they won't get it. <laughs> they, <laughs> Clev, we're gonna find you. Well, no, no, no. Nope. It was just like a, a thing to send to him because, like, hey, we saw these. We're warning you before you send them to him to wear that he's gonna get fined if he's wearing said cleats. But they still have Okay, but didn't they relax the cleat regulations, though? They did last year, and then I think this new thing has tightened it. I mean, this, but like... But we get, like, team colors loose. or something. Right? Yeah, that's their loose. It's team colors. Like, and you pick your two alternate colors. Do you know what we picked? Did you... You had to have... You had I think to be a part of it. Bargain for teal. Yeah, I was going to try it. I was lobbying for that since last year, but didn't Gray, get it. red, blue, and just teal. Teal and Everywhere. yellow. <laughs> teal and yellow alternates. Wonder who picked these. Hmm. Must have been Clev. Yeah, but no, they, I think they tightened them back up. We can't be uh, so aggressive with designs. I don't know. Why? I mean, I don't know. I actually don't know the exact wording. I just know that the, the, if they warned them for these, and these just have like, my children's like constellations and zodiac signs on them and their spirit animals and I got warned for them yeah. uh, before I even wore them, so I don't know. We'll see. Makes no sense. Should be fun. Like I'm, try I'm honestly trying to conceptualize like why, like why would that be a thing? Like what are they trying to protect against, you know? That like you can't have, are they trying to protect against someone? These aren't cleats like, either. These are trainers. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. So it's not even like I, if it's a distraction to the hitter, which that so they, argument so is. So they're coming at you for just. Wild. Like for not even cleats. Just no, like trainers. if you wear these during a game, can you wear them in the ballpark like before? Or. Uh, I mean, no, I didn't get the letter. I didn't get the warning. My cleat guy. <laughs> <laughs> my, my cleat guy told me about this. That's the guy up in Ohio. Well, just because, I mean. Publicly going after somebody with their daughter's zodiac oh, yeah. signs on their cleat is not a good the, look. Yeah, it's they're on the wrong side of that for sure, right off the bat. It's not a good look. I don't even have to have an argument. I don't have to have a rebuttal. It's yeah. a bad look. Yeah. You just put a tweet out. Well, I'm going to be told me I can't support my daughters on my cleats. Just immediate. <laughs> or is it, yeah. That's yeah, why I think right. they try to use a distraction for a hitter, but if a hitter is looking at your spikes, <laughs> <laughs> please. Yeah. Please let me know that guy who's in the big leagues looking at cleats. Yeah. He's hitting. Oh, those are nice cleats <laughs> up there. Bonk. So what's the schedule for tonight? Uh, well, we're going to sit here and talk. 
They're going to bring out uh, some salads, some appetizers, some whatever they're bringing out. And oh, you have no idea what they're bringing out? I think we have steak tonight and just like assorted appetizers. No, I, I don't actually like, I don't actually know the menu. So it'll be good regardless. What's your schedule tonight? Trying to go see Incubus after this, I think. That's right up Some your childhood alley. nostalgia. That's right I don't know. I haven't alley. listened to them in, since literally high school, since back in the Grom days, and skateboarding and. Yeah. Okay. So. You skateboarded and listened. Like I've heard some of your metal music that you listened to <laughs> when you skateboarded. That wasn't even, no, no, no. I wasn't when I. I didn't listen to that when I skated. That was just my buddies that didn't. So when I kept going in my skating career, and there's kind of like plateaued out where they're like, hey, well, we're not gonna do shit with this. Then they started playing instruments, and that's that's how I, like I feel like how bands form. It was just failed skateboarders. <laughs> all bands are failed skateboarders. Theory confirmed. No. That's how like all my buddies started their bands, and one of them's still going. Like he's touring to this day. But what's the band called? Stephen Todd. Yeah. Rhythm of Fear. <laughs> Rhythm of Fear. Yeah. I have not heard. Rhythm of, of Fear. Plug Rhythm of Fear. All right, we'll get him in there for sure. But no, it's like a bunch of my buddies that uh. Started playing, and they got really into hardcore music. And I wasn't like into it at all at the time. Like I was still listening to like I don't know rap, pop punk, newfound glory, some forty one, incubus, alt, some alternative. And they started playing this hardcore music. I go to their shows and be like, dude, this is ridiculous. <laughs> but then the environment. But then I got like I fell in love with the whole environment, the whole like the family atmosphere that with a bunch of strangers that that metal and hardcore music like brought together. Dude, there's like, some. When you go to metal concerts, there are some people there that, like, you would not expect to be standing next to each other. You have, like, the guy dressed up in a suit, just, like, super preppy that, like, loves metal music. And then you got, like, the guy with beard, like, down to his feet. Mm. And you got some, like, small little girl with, like, purple and pink hair and, like, gauges in her ears. And then, like, it's amazing the people you see at a metal concert, dude. Unbelievable. Yeah. I feel like there's so much more diversity in those in those crowds than like other. No, like yeah, rap I, I fell in love with like the culture. I think more than the music. Yeah. Music was just like subsidiary to the, like the yeah. environment. Your music. Like, what do you listen to now? Because it's changed quite a bit, right? Like, no, I just listen to everything now. I mean, you're big like tropical house. Yeah, like, yeah, always happy, I mean, feel good. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, '80s. 80s metal, 80s, thank you. All right, who, okay. Classic who, rock. Who are your top five, top five metal bands, like, all time? Like, if you had to Metal rate, bands? Like or metal. just, like, yeah, like, rock, metal, like, that kind of genre, like. It'd have to be Led Zeppelin, Queen, Queen's got to be up there. Have you seen the new Queen movie? Yeah, yeah. Was it good? Yeah, but I feel like they... That was a very G-rated version of Queen. <laughs> that was so... That was like a Disney Queen, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, obviously Jimmy. Yeah. Um, Leonard Skinner. <laughs> Leonard Skinner. Southern Metal. <laughs> okay. You got Pantera yeah. up there? No. No? No love for Dimebag, huh? <laughs> that's... that's that's rough for putting me on the spot. No, but I mean, I, I, I mean, I didn't mind their music. I did not like it. Yeah. I just didn't listen to them. Metallica, ACDC. 
Deep not purple? Not so much ACDC either. Deep purple? No. Oh, man. That's rough. I actually didn't like any of that growing up because my dad, that's all my dad, dad listened to. Oh, so you didn't no, like it? No, when I was like growing up, I like despised it. As well as it sounds. Why is that? I think it was just a rebel against my dad. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't like it though. So was, How come that doesn't surprise not. me with you? Rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> Buck authority. No, and then like, I forgot when I think it was when I was driving back and forth from college back in the Citadel in Charleston. I started we, putting on like old rock and Led Zeppelin and the same stuff my dad listened to and I was like, Man, I didn't even really listen to this stuff. I never even, like, actually heard this before, even though I heard it a million times over. How did you... How did you end up at Citadel? My parents. Yeah, well, me being a dumbass and my parents. Mm. So primarily you being a dumbass. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, I uh, I went to like a college preparatory, uh, like an academic school in high school at first. Yep. And it was like a Paxson School for Advanced Studies, like top in the nation for high school academics. Long story short, ended up at Wolfson because they had a better athletic program for baseball and basketball. And they're a public school that you had. You played a, basketball? Mm hmm. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I still play basketball. I mean, we have a basketball you? court over at Kip's place. Okay. So, what, were you a. Uh, can you shoot? Is that your thing? You. Yeah, well, I, I was a point guard. I was a 6'4 point guard. Oh, that's tight. It's NBA status. Would you win a dunk contest? Hell no. I mean, of my peers? Yes. Yeah, like... In our clubhouse? Yes. Okay. Because you're always going on about how athletic you are, so... Oh, I'm just being honest. I'm just winning a dunk contest <laughs> in our clubhouse. <laughs> Unless Hanley has a 40-inch vert I don't know about. He might. Don't know. It's a big boy be jumping 40 inches. You seen Zion Williamson? different <laughs> <laughs> <Tipping> creature. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's pretty athletic, man. It's unbelievable. All right, so you go to this prep school, and then what? You end up at Citadel. Because I still can't... No, like, I end up at Wolfson, so I went to another school. What is Wolfson? It's just they had really good sports, and they were on Jacksonville. Is that, had, is that a high school? Yeah, it's a okay. high school, right. and they had a magnet program so I could go there and not live near the school. So I left that school to go to, because the school at the academic school, as you can assume, the sports weren't yeah, yeah. top-notch. Right. They didn't invest a whole lot into the sports as they did the academic program. So it was like, making the choice of like, gotta go try this. So went over there, did really, really good my junior year, and I was gonna get drafted, and I was all put my, I'm, you're gonna get drafted. You're not gonna even go to college. And young skateboarding club was like, <laughs> why am I going to class? <laughs> <laughs> and so I missed a handful of days of class. Just a couple? Yeah, okay. just a couple, but I had a lot of schools interested. That was verbally, at the time, you can only verbally commit yeah. before the time. And then, oh, that was, so that was sophomore summer, then junior year was when I was like, oh, I'm not, I don't need to show up with these classes. What are these classes for? 
And so I couldn't go to the schools that I was initially wanting to, like the SEC schools, the ACC schools that were interested. And then the Citadel came along and they were a private college and were like, hey, you still want to play under the bright lights of D1 baseball and not to wait? They're like, you can still come here. Like, you can come here. Because they could base it, they could go to, because it was private. So if I had the governor write a letter for me approving me to go to the Citadel, because everyone that goes to Citadel, I think, needs like a state approved letter yeah, by yeah, the yeah. governor. Mm -hmm. And then uh, my SAT scores are really high, so it was like, you can get in if the governor says it's okay for you to go here because your SAT scores. So I was like, oh, I need a D1 bright lights, not even thinking about the whole military aspect of the school. That's how I end up there. Hmm. And obviously my parents pushed that, the whole academic side. My dad never, my dad basically doesn't believe in baseball. <laughs> like, he was like, <laughs> baseball's no, not a thing. Like, <laughs> without a college degree, baseball doesn't mean shit. Like, that's what he told me my whole life. <laughs> Smart dad. Yeah. Yeah. A whole life, that's all he told me. <laughs> So what, was your, what classes did you go to? Is there a class I mean, I had that you to go like to really... a ton at the Citadel. You couldn't miss class at the Citadel. You kicked out. I mean, in high school. Oh, in high school? Yeah, like, was there a class that, like, you really liked going to? I mean, yeah, I always liked biology. I mean, I've always been interested in, in biology. The only what one I like? didn't like was algebra, just I thought it was... I mean, they were putting me in college algebra in high school when I was completely uninterested in education at the time. Now it makes sense. And you're always reporting that your velos are way higher than they are. You just don't know how to count. Oh, I got the track man dad to show you how much harder I'm throwing than you right now. I don't know if you want to bring this up right now. I mean we can This is already ugly. And you bet me we shook hands in the clubhouse and you're trying to avoid that we bet. The velo oh. competition was still on for first A B's. Velo competition was still on. We shook in the clubhouse. I know that, but then we banged it because we both had our first. Because you were throwing ninety one, we're still bet we banged it? No, no, no. Oh. We banged the we banged the first one because it was no, like yeah, yeah, day that was the, like yeah, yeah, whatever. So, so did then we, we still, did we, we still have we a didn't bet? Bang the first, we didn't no, bang it. We just said, okay, well, today's not going to be X. We're like right. literally going to be throwing inside. Right. But you haven't had a you haven't had a game yet. I had you, a you threw it like a backfield. You should have been throwing way harder than me then. I was on a backfield with minor leaguers. You should have been throwing way harder. Okay. So I won. I won again. Is that second the, year straight? Is that the second year straight? <laughs> Two years running. All right. low daddy. Two years running. That's fine. We'll see who's Velo Daddy during season. Because I think that was me last year. <laughs> it was. Yeah. But we didn't bet during season. I was a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> you know that you can only do it in spring. Just a steady ski slope of clubs Velos during the this year. This was way different than last spring, though. Yeah. No, you're, you're in a good spot, for sure. Last spring, I'd be like 91 to 98. <laughs> mm. No, you'd be like 98, 98, 97, 94, 91, 89, mm. 90, 89. This was like, a little bit of, it was just this whole way. Gotta find my velo, man. I don't know where it's at. I'm always losing it. No, you always throw 91 in spring. <laughs> That's because I got yelled at one spring for not throwing a fastball below 96. Like, hey, uh, have you ever considered that you might be throwing too hard right now and you want to save for the season? You should back off a little bit. No, I hadn't considered that, actually. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. that. <laughs> I feel like I just got to condition myself to throw slower. So what got you into biology? Just like, was there like a moment where you like liked it or just? Oh, from say early high school YouTube searches, oh, okay. YouTube videos and discovering what I believe in or how I feel about religion, and then it got me, like, 
further, further, the more I was searching about religion and stuff, the more I realized I was interested in biology, and that's really where I'm going to find what I believe to be a lot of the answers and stuff I'm looking for, hmm. things like that. That's so, how I got into biology. So you went down the rabbit hole. Yeah. The YouTube, early. like the early YouTube mm -hmm. rabbit hole. Yeah, when that was like the only place Dude, for you, information yeah. when you were 12 like, or 13. YouTube like. had to be like, that had to be new. Like, it must have just mm -hmm. launched, right? Yeah. No, I remember the very first conspiracy videos ever on YouTube and all yeah. those things. You used to watch all of them. To get all 144p. <laughs> like, resolution uh, is terrible. Like, videos jump around. Yeah. The good old days. Dial of up. Here you yeah. Oh, dude, dial up. Like, <laughs> 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 trying to log on to the internet. Your computer's yelling at you forever. <laughs> you like a pop up virus where you literally have to take your computer to a shop <laughs> because it wins the big windows. The big computer, too. It's not, yeah, just like the big, like, <laughs> yeah. just like lugging this thing in. You need a truck to take <laughs> yeah. it into the floppy disks. You store your data on this like big. Dude, CD players came and went so quick. Like CD players came out because it, it was like cassettes, and then everyone was like, "Oh, CDs, it's great!" And like two years later, they're gone. Like MP3 was around, and like cassette was way smarter though. CDs were so easy to copy. Yeah. Cassettes were way harder to copy. The How CDs many burned CDs you have growing up? Not well, many, man. Like I. Oh, so, I. Had I had, uh, all my sure PlayStation had... games were burned. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'd go to Blockbuster and get a PlayStation game and burn it on our computer, and then we had that game forever. Yeah. CDs were like the worst invention for any mm -hmm. copywriting. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not secure at all. No. I wasn't really into music, no though. passcodes on a CD. Yeah. I wasn't really into music that much. I had like two or three burned CDs that friends would make for me. Like, hey, listen to this. I made it like made this sick mix. I'm like, okay. I just like listen to it. I'm like that's I hate that. <laughs> I think there's like three or four of them still sitting around, and like the original PlayStation games I had like five of those. Just played Wipeout. You ever play Wipeout? Like uh, I don't think so. What what games did you play growing up? Were you? I was an OG Xbox, and then I switched to PlayStation later. So like Fusion Frenzy was a big one. Okay, I was in it before Xbox even came out. I was oh, oh, back, like, about, oh, yeah, like N64, an original PlayStation, like Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot, yep. Mm. yep. Spyro. And Dude, I crushed Spyro. I had all the Spyro games, just flying around everywhere with a purple dragon and a dragonfly chasing him. Mm -hmm. It was tight. <laughs> I'd play that like five or six hours a night. I'd wake up the next morning with a headache because I was staring at the TV for too long. And Wipeout was my game. It's like... It's like, it was basically a racing game, but with... Like, oh, with boats. Is that the boat racing game? No, well, they were like alien spacecraft things, oh, but no, it's kind of like... No, never mind. It was like... No, what? No. Well, you go around with like futuristic tracks, so they're basically like cars, but they're like floating. It's like pod racing, like before pod racing was a thing. Actually, Star Wars might have stole the idea from Wipeout for pod racers, but... Uh, it seemed logical. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Pod racing was... When I saw Pod Race, I'm like, oh, that's Wipeout. That's sick. Some like random ass game that no one's ever heard about. Like literally no one I asked about that this. game. They stole this. <laughs> literally no one I asked about that game has ever heard about it. But it was sick. It was like the evolution of Mario Kart. You'd go around like hit power-ups and you could shoot like missiles at people. Blow them up. Just go speeding by them and laugh at them. It's pretty tight. <laughs> this is what I did when I was a kid, man. I had no friends, so I didn't I try to talk to you in the gaming now, but you won't. I'm too busy. 
I got way too much stuff on my plate. I can't find time to sleep, much less like learn how to play Fortnite. I want to check your Twitter activity hours because your phone tracks that shit now. Dude, check my Twitter activity over the past. And if that is month. over an hour in your day, you can put thirty minutes towards like Fortnite or like. Okay, there's two things on that. One, something just as less productive, just as one counterproductive. A lot of my Twitter activity is because I'm trying to run a business and tracking analytics and stuff like that. Two, I was huge in gaming in college, and I had a little mini club moment where I didn't go to class in college, <laughs> and I almost didn't get to play in the College World Series because I was almost ineligible. <laughs> and then I just gave it up because I was like, I just. Probably not good if I can't play baseball because <laughs> my <laughs> grades aren't very good. <laughs> so yeah, I give it up. But I was all I did basically my junior year or my uh, sophomore year in, in college was I'd wake up at like six for weights. I would do that. I would go eat breakfast and go back home and sleep till like eleven thirty or noon. I would get up, get lunch, go to the field for practice at like two. Get done with conditioning and dinner at like seven, and then knock out like three hours of homework, and then just Modern Warfare two for like eight hours <laughs> until like four in the morning, and then just repeat. Just like miss class all the time, but I was like, I was legit at Modern Warfare two. I felt I felt pretty good about that. So what would be your <laughs> kill to death ratio on your? Oh, I I quick scoped, and so. I don't know. I would. I ran like five, six to one, like quick scoping. But that was back like when the nuke first came out, and like that was the first game I think with like the, the tactical nuke. Yeah. And so I, yeah, it was predator missile and it was chopper gunner at eleven, and then it was nuke and it was just like quick scope people all day. And then you just get to like twenty four, but your chopper gunner didn't get you to twenty five, and you're just like laying in the grass prone, just like waiting, just zoomed in on the scope, just waiting for someone to run by. Everyone's like, oh, someone just, have we killed him yet? Where is he? You just pop a guy. Yes! He <laughs> got the nuke. Just drop it. I love that, that game. Before my Call of Duty days. Oh, dude. High school, everyone was about Halo. Halo 2, I think. Um, whatever lockout was on, I think that was Halo 2. So I got into that for a little bit. We used to have high school parties where like six or seven guys would show up. We'd have like three TVs set up in someone's garage. And, uh, like three or four Xboxes linked, and everyone would be playing Halo. We had like the screen sharing and stuff like that. Then we ended up having to put the TVs back to back because the guys were like screen hacking. Like everyone used to get so mad about like looking at where his screen was. And like, oh, he's over there. Let me go get him. Dude, that was a, the very first online game ever was when we used to play in school. Was the, uh, I'm pretty sure it was just Doom. Doom? It was the one that was like, dude, I remember they, my buddy showed me how I could like, you can put it on any computer. There's like this weird code, like the only time I ever, I didn't never even knew how to code anything. But you can go to the hard drive of any public access school computer in Florida, type in this code, and the Doom game would start downloading on the computer. <laughs> and it would be in the shared file. I swear, I promise. So everyone in the shared file can go click it, and everyone can get on and play Doom. You could play with any computer that's linked on the same system. You can sit there and just play Doom in the library anywhere in school. Dude, that sounds so dangerous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can get a link to just download some random file from the internet on a school computer. Oh, Are you kidding yeah. me? That sounds so dangerous. <laughs> what do we got? Uh, Miami Pinot Noir. Okay. 
It's my favorite red wine, sub $30. Yeah? Yeah. All the best for you, my friend. Good choices. <laughs> we, uh, we had like a poker ring that we had in, in high school. So we would play, we'd all sit back in like the back of the classroom and we'd just like deal cards out like under the table to guys, like reaching over here. It's like the Miss Tong. I love Miss Tong. She was great. She taught like all the upper level math classes. So she'd be up there. She's just like super short. She's like five foot tall, like super skinny, like math teacher. And she had like the smallest little voice. She's up there on like, she had like a little block that she had to stand on in the front. She'd like yell at the class and like you could barely hear her in the back, you know? So she'd be up there on the whiteboard, like on her block, just like writing algebra on the, uh, on the whiteboard. And we'd all be in the back, just like handing cards out to each other, and, like looking at our cards and like passing money into a pot. Like someone would put a hat on the floor and we'd just like drop our money in there <laughs> for the pot. We'd be playing, like we'd play at lunch, we'd play in class, like all this stuff. It was great. Explain your losses in Bure. No, dude, I, I pulled down money in Bure. You show the biggest loss I've ever seen since I've been in the big leagues. You were. Were you there in 16? 16. 16? Okay. The yeah. first the first two flights of 16? No, 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 no. Maybe it wasn't. No, it was 16 when it happened, but it wasn't the first two flights. I wasn't up from the get-go. Okay, explain to me my biggest loss, and then I'm going to one-up you with my actual biggest loss. Why don't you start there then? Uh, let's, let's start there. I want to hear what, my, what you think my biggest loss was. That was like seven four seven thousand four hundred dollars in the pot. That got you booed got on. booed, and then kept trying to. I forgot what happened after that, but it didn't go well. But yeah, it was like in total, it was like nine something at the end of the flight. Okay. The first two flights, so twenty sixteen, I start off in the bullpen, and I was not happy about it, and so I was like, I'm just I was on tilt from the start of the season. <laughs> <laughs> So the first two flights, I played every single hand blind. Uh, and I ended up down like 15 grand. I was getting booed left and right. Brantley had me, he could have booed me like very easily for 11.5. And he chose not to. Because he was like, he felt bad for me. Um, and I actually ended up finishing that year up somehow. Like I came back and like I, I finished up like 500 bucks that year. That's because Z-Mac played. <laughs> Good old Z-Mac. Dude, are we even going to have a game this year? I was going down the list. Like, all the guys who play are gone. It's like me, Kip, and Otero. Maybe Hand. I'll play. No, you won't. <laughs> I will. You say that now. You'll, you'll pull a goodie. You'll be in for, like, two hands, win a little bit of money, and then bounce and not give anyone a chance to. Dude, I can't believe you didn't get more shit for that. That's crazy to me. Oh, we still... And I love goodie, but still. I love If goodie. that was me, you know much shit I'd be getting for the rest of my entire career? <laughs> People could be getting traded, and I'd still be getting fucking <laughs> Club, you <Yeah>. suck. <laughs> yeah, hey, dick. You let me play for my money? But no, it was goodie, and he's all sweet. Everyone's like, oh, we'll wash it. Came in, yanked like five G's. It was like, I'm not playing anymore, yeah. guys. He lost like $100 on the flight. He's like, oh, no, that's it. I can't lose money. I'm like, come on, man. It's not that much. Let's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Those Boo Ray games get pretty fun.
Notice everything's had a nut in it. Have you noticed that? You would focus on the nut. The pizza had almonds. Of course I'm going to notice that. That is true. Was it a pizza? It was more like a flatbread. I wonder what it's actually called. If it's cut like a triangle, it's a fucking pizza, right? Is it? I don't know. I thought those were rules. <laughs> <laughs> they might be. I don't know. It's like the, the age-old debate. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No, I hate, no. I hate those no, I'm sorry. That. The, uh, is the dress, what was it? White or gold? Or uh, Remember that dress that went viral on the internet? Is, um, like some people saw one color. Some people saw another color. Mm. You didn't, it was a thing for like a week. There's this dress, this picture of like a dress that someone was wearing. Everyone's like, oh, it's like such a beautiful white dress. And people are like, it's not white, it's blue. Or like whatever the colors were. And people were arguing about it on the internet for like a week. If that doesn't show you how messed up the internet is, <laughs> that people can argue on Twitter for a week over what color a dress is, I don't know what does. No, what I've been locked into lately, which I think you should start, especially with your all the tedious stuff you have to do on a daily basis, it actually helps. But it's also informative, but like podcasts. You start crushing podcasts when you're doing arm care, like all the kind of like shit work that you have to do every day. But I can't do that because if I put headphones in and I'm not talking to people, I will get the whole, you're a bad teammate and you don't want to talk to your teammates BS. Oh my God, I got the world's smallest violin. No. No one can give a shit. I do it every day. Yeah, every but day. you're you. And well, I'm me. The rules are different here, my friend. Yeah, when you're mean as shit, it's a little bit different, but when you can still put your when, headphones when, in. When am I mean as shit? When have I ever been mean as shit? Because honesty's a lot of the times mean. Is it? Yes. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just the truth. You're right. That's why I still appreciate you. But it's still fucking mean. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like what? <laughs> well, give me, give me an example. <laughs> okay, this is t- you've never said this. I'm just gonna very basic. If someone is fat and you call them fat, it's mean, right? But it's honest. But it's still mean. Case but what close. if what if the fat person comes to me and says, "Do I look fat in this dress?" When it's, I say yes, it's still. It, it, oh, yeah. Say it out loud to yourself and then answer the question. Yes, yes, it's fucking me. I mean, they they're were, asking for feedback and I give them honest feedback. And exactly, exactly, that's exactly what I just said. <laughs> Honesty is mean some t- a lot of the times. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it, man. <laughs> I was gonna say you can't grasp that. <laughs> I mean, if you don't want feedback, don't ask. You know what I mean? The other thing I don't get because when I ask people for feedback, they just like don't, like I guess they don't want to be mean, and so they don't give me honest feedback. It Shouldn't annoys me. I live to be mean to you. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a quote one time. I think you were quoted as saying, someone asked you what, your, uh, what you were most looking forward to about <laughs> spring training 2019. Mm-hmm. What did you say? <laughs> Shit, not <on TV. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> that's right. In so many words, but yeah. That's right. But see, you can get away with that. I can't. How many follow-up questions did you have to answer about 
that quote? None. What do you mean? Why would there be a follow-up question? That's exactly it. If I said that... You said shitting on me? No, there wouldn't be a follow-up question. What are you talking about? Absolutely. You said shitting on Alex Bregman? Of course you're getting follow-up questions. What are you talking about? If I said that about you... You know, or yeah, any other teammate. No, of course. If you said about Corey Kluber, if I said that shit about Corey Kluber, I'm getting follow-up questions. You're like, what'd you just say? <laughs> <laughs> Are you, what, what? Your argument's not valid either. You sound like Bieber right now. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You sound like Bieber right now. Bieber's better strike out 200 this year, man. He throws harder than you. Does he? He was 94, 96 his first start, start the other day. That's tight. Mm-hmm. I'm pumped. That's awesome, man. I can't wait to be a soft tosser. That yeah, means, you're going to be our crafty righty. <laughs> that means I'm doing my job, pushing all my teammates to throw harder. Yeah, B's went from 90, 92 to... Yeah, dude. Just throwing stupid two-seamers. Getting insecure and throwing really hard. <laughs> Everyone's being really mean except they're slow. <laughs> Sometimes you got to do that. It worked. I finally broke you down. No, I was just, just sick of needling you for two years about like oh ninety ninety two I'm spotting up I'm being successful that's all that matters. I was sick of seeing ninety six get sent <laughs> fucking six hundred feet. That started messing with my head hearing all those barrels and I've never caught barrel before like that ever. But it didn't get sent that way in the minor leagues. It just got sent no. that way in the big leagues because you were like ninety. I mean I was up like, and it was like it was like ninety six I was running this way when I was throwing it really hard it was leaking back so I was throwing it like this and it would just run back to the center of the plate. But after you hear so many balls get hit over 110 miles per hour, I'd start ducking and throwing like down low and I was like, oh shit. What do you think I missed. did? For, what do you think I did for the first five they years missed. of my career? I just heard like mortar shots going off nonstop. Yeah, okay, my reaction was to duck and throw it low <laughs> and it fucking worked. So I was like, I'm sticking with it. Till finally I was like, okay. I can throw a lot harder than this. <laughs> this is crazy. Looking up and call, yeah, change-ups at 89. I was doing eaters. like crow hops and realizing like, okay, if no one even wants to play catch with me without me okay, throwing the other shins, you're the worst, shins, you're the worst catch, you're the worst catch play whatever. partner ever. That's why. People say that because they're scared. I, I, I take pride in the fact that no one's played catch with me. I know you do. Because every time pride. I offer to play catch with you, you're like, oh, Damn it, Bauer actually wants to play catch with me. And then you spike things from 40 feet at my ankles at 100. Whatever. <laughs> For no free reason. spring training. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, that's also like when you first... he will play catch with me. And you know why? Because no one will play catch with him. Yeah, he gets it. So he takes... He's like, No oh, one wants yeah. to play catch with me either because they're afraid I'm going to go for 400-foot long toss or whatever. I know. I lived that life. Well, he doesn't know if he's throwing you a sinker at 95 or a cutter at 95, but it's coming hard. I just, you know exactly where you're throwing 95, and it's right at this left hip where you can't get your glove <laughs> in the right, like, position. You get handcuffed every time. Dude, I'm telling you, it was that literally all those barrels back and forth got me to the point where I found that, that spot over there to a T. It kind of, I think it what? fucked me up to go on this side of the plate. Now. But that's not the spot that you hit, though. You hit the arm side hip. No, I hit, and it's always play. right here. No, it's the arm side hip. Like, the ones over here are fine, because I can just cross over and catch it. <laughs> the, the, it's the, I don't know what to do, and it's going to hit my hand and break my wrist. That's what that, that's the worst one. 
But also when you came up to the big leagues, you were like, hey, bud. Yeah, I don't even know you. Like, you're so much. <laughs> Lucy. What's up, girl? Should I? You can win your hundred back for eating it. Oh. Oh, well, you told me too late. <laughs> Uh, that's also like when you first came up to the big leagues, though, you're you also don't like, have to write Velo Daddy on, <laughs> on the moth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you eat the moth, you don't have to write that down. Do you still have that hundred? Mm-hmm. Carry it with you. Every- oh, I love it. I'm so in your dome. I love it. In my dome? No, no, no. You just carry it as a trophy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> still there every day. When you finally. Daddy Velo. When you finally spend that. Never, no. I'm going to have another one are you tomorrow. Gonna, are you going to frame it? When you write the next one, I'm going to start having to put dates on this <laughs> shit. So when I frame, like 2017 to 2024, <laughs> I was velo daddy. I need, to start, I need to start making bets on like average velo during seasons, total strikeouts during seasons, something like that. <laughs> something I can win. I used to throw hard in spring training, man. I'm telling you. There he is. <laughs> he really wants to join us for dinner. Save your piece on my wall. <laughs> right there. This is right there. Back in my younger days, I actually come to spring training throwing hard. How hard were you throwing other spring trainings? I mean, 2014, I didn't throw a fastball under 96. Um, 15 and... 16, I was like consistently five to seven. Why do you think it's different now than it was then? So my spring training velo like continually goes down, but my season velo continually goes up, which is interesting. Um, Probably just like the adrenaline. Like those years I was like trying to make a team or trying to win a starting spot or whatever. And now it's like, okay, I want to work on this. I want to work on that. Like, so I try to throw hard, but the same adrenaline kick isn't there. Because my velo spiked last spring training, my first start, my velo was two miles an hour harder on average than it was Any. in spring training. Just that atmosphere, like big league game, umpire, like actual fans in the stands, stuff like that. Yeah, no, so I'm itching to get into just a real game. I'm sick of being able to like talk to the guy hitting or laugh yeah. with my catch. Because I can't help but do that yeah. with yeah. these dudes, especially when... Pl- Plucky's calling pitch, calling balls and strikes, saying he's my catcher, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm having a pretty like good zone. That's my fucking oh, catcher. Oh, he's squeezing you, dude. He's the best fucking umpire in the world for the last fucking two live BPs. Like I'm, I'm spot with two <laughs> strikes. He'll stick it and go ball. ball. <laughs> <laughs> After he like he frames it for ah. himself. Like no, 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 that's not it. <laughs> no, dude. The, literally last in game. The bitch outside, he sticks it, he's like, ah! <laughs> you just hold up inches and you're calling a game to minor leaguers on this backfield at 11 a.m.? Bro, just fucking punch him out and let me move on. Show, show him what it's like to be in the show. See you, Rook. <laughs> the best part is the, the, the kid, I don't know if it was just out of respect or because maybe he thought it was a strike, sat there and went, and he was like, is that a striker ball? And waited, and Pluecki, like, showed me how far away it was out the zone and then told him, hey, no, you can walk to first base. So go, okay. Like toss his bat and... I got squeezed hard at my alumni game, man. How rough is that? 
the umpire's back there. I'm I just like you pitched in it. I'm just landing curveballs like bah. And the umpire's like, "What's up?" I'm like, what? <laughs> like, this is an alumni game, man. Like you got how big Derek Goldfin. How are you not gonna give me that? And he walks out to the mound in like the fourth inning. He's like, "Hey, what do you think about those curveballs? If you want me to call them, I'll call them for you." I'm like, nah, dude. <laughs> You're the ump. Like, you call it. I don't care. I'm just like, <laughs> seems a little tight. I got bigger zones. No, you definitely leagues. told him. Those are strikes. <laughs> Come on. Get man. your head out of your heads. Those are strikes. Don't don't mis don't misrepresent me. I don't say that. No, you just not go to, the to umpire. you go to shake the umpire's hand. He tells you. No, we're waiting to see if he's going to challenge this power. <laughs> yeah. This was the most, this Dude, the most no, no. embarrassing moment of my career, and I was just in the dugout <laughs> for you. <laughs> I don't know. The umpire walks up to me. I have no idea what they're even going to challenge, and he goes like this. And I'm like, are you wanting to shake my hand? And I was like, what? <laughs> he put his hands he up. Didn't, he didn't put his hands up like this or even say anything. He just like went like this. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? I was like, even TB thinks he's getting a welcome back I, from I, everybody. I, like, hey, hey, welcome back from your injury. Even the umpires were waiting. I was like, I have no idea what's going on here. I was rattled, man. <laughs> Our Messiah is back. That's not even the most, like, that was probably more embarrassing than my, put like. Put your hand down. <laughs> That's what he should have done. Just slap me. No, son. Bah! I can't wait after every inning go up and try to dat the fire up after he punches someone out for me. Hat tip him. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah. That's not even the most embarrassing moment of, my, moment of my career. My first big league pitch. Threw it to the wrong dugout. <laughs> Just gave them your ball. Yeah. So I had no idea. Like, I came up. Wait, why'd you have your ball after you threw it anyway? So it's not even. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't <laughs> even my fault. But I made Sports Center not top 10, number four, on my first big league pitch. So I throw the pitch. It's Michael Bourne, by the way. Throw the pitch. It's a strike. Miguel Montero's back there, like, throws it back to me on the mound. I catch it, get ready to throw my next pitch. And the umpire's like, Calling time. You're real tight with him, by the way, right? Yeah. Okay. And like, he's going like this. And I'm like, there's just a, it's not scuffed. Like, what do you, what do you mean? You want the, I don't understand. And he's like, so he gets the ball from the umpire and he goes like this. And I was like, okay. So I look at my dugout and everyone's just like talking. Like, no one's over there. No one's even watching. I'm like, what is going on? So I look at the opposing dugout and the bat boy is like, you know, on the top step with his hand on his knee, like looking. Like, oh, yeah, home team handles the ball. I don't know why they want the ball. So I threw the ball over the bat boy and got the new one back. And then everyone, like, then I see the bat boy come out of the field and, like, throw it over this way. And I look at my dugout, and everyone's just, like, laughing and pointing at me. And I'm like, I don't get it. So I, like, finish the inning out, and I go in. I'm like, what's the deal? Like, oh, that's your first big league pitch. Like, don't you want that ball? And I'm like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Thanks. <laughs> They just totally screwed me. Like, I looked over walk. to my dugout and like no one's doing anything. Simber's first outing of spring walked back to the other dugout. <laughs> yeah, the I other heard team's about dugout. that. And then he'd be like, hey, go, go back. <laughs> how, does, how do you do that? Well, my debut, I walked to the wrong bullpen until Tito yelled at me. Well, that's easy enough to do. Well, there's some a switch. Like, yeah, yeah, in some Cincinnati, it's switched. Yeah. I was walking out to the bullpen. He's like, where are you going? And I was like, to warm up? And he was like, for the Reds? <laughs> I knew that. I was, just checking, I was like, I was just checking things out. 
I just got done puking my brains out for 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, I didn't have any idea where I was. Yeah, you were a different person when you came up, man. I don't even recognize you now. No. You're so scared. No. I'm like a neurotic, yeah. Scared of failure. Like, yeah. You were like, you were so, you were just rattled about everything when you came up. Yeah, every hit, every walk. It was every... literally my job in the dugout to like try to like find a way to keep your head on straight. It's like, uh, what do I say to him? Well, dude, I probably would have been that uptight had it not been the fucking stickiest rotation in all MLB baseball. Had I been in literally 30 other teams, probably wouldn't have been that crazy of a deal to work my way up the system, get called up and stick, or have an outing to feel my feet underneath me. <laughs> it was like, hey, you better start pitching. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the World Series. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, coach. Just thinking about our tweet exchange. Your seats for the, the series in Toronto. <laughs> Still through the same amount of innings there. <laughs> Put you up in the, in the Raptors. <laughs> We've had some pretty good Twitter exchanges. R.I.P. Can't be doing that anymore. It's Positivity 2019. Yeah, your shit's getting out of hand. <laughs> when I do something, I do it 100%, Clef. I'm all in. Beebs hasn't said one Positivity 29 thing, 2019 thing all year. No, he's horrified still. What do you mean? Yeah. He was afraid to wear the shirt. <laughs> he thought that was going to get him grief. Freaking beaver, man. We gotta, we gotta educate that guy. 94, 96. That's tight. With a short arm, shorter arm path than he had before. Explain spin efficiency to me, by the way. Why is it not good that I have nine? They told me that was amazing. <laughs> that that was ridiculous. That was awesome. They were all like raving about, or not raving about, but they were like, ex thought it was good that I had 99% spin access on my, or spin efficiency on the changeup. I hate I hate that term because it does, so some pitches like you don't want 100% spin efficiency because then it adds movement. So spin efficiency is basically just like how much of the total spin on the ball is contributing to movement. So like if you throw like a football, like the football just stays straight. Right. Like a gyro ball, it just stays straight. So like no matter how fast you spin it, it's just going to go straight. So 0% of that spin is contributing to the movement. So that's 0%. And then if you throw like a backspun fastball, perfectly backspun fastball, 100% is contributing to the movement. So that's the, that's, it's kind of a measure of like the, the amount of gyroscopic spin in, on the pitch. So unless your changeup is spinning dead sideways, like if it's spinning dead sideways, then yeah. But it is, go look at it. It's it not, I catch it I mean, all the time. Dead sideways, but. So like it's got it, a good amount of tilt. So how would it still show up ninety nine? I mean, get can, what you're saying. Because but how you can it, like you can tilt this way. So like it can be like dead four seam, like spinning like this, or it can be like this where it's spinning somewhat sideways. But as right. long as there's as long as the axis doesn't go this way, as long as it's still like perpendicular to how right. the ball is traveling, then it can show hundred percent. So this 
with backspin will show 100%, as will this, as will this, as will this. And it just, they, can, they produce drastically different movements. So if your changeup is spinning like, if the axis is like this and it's spinning with a certain amount of backspin, like kind of towards like 130 on the clock face is how Rapsodo or whatever would talk about it, then you're getting a certain amount of run, but also a certain amount of lift. And on a changeup, you want depth. But so, was getting crazy depth on it. So unless it's spinning dead sideways like this, then you want less spin efficiency because the more you get gyroscopic, the, the, the more it's going to kill the lift and it's going to have more but depth. But what about having a good riding change? Like you can't have a riding change up with depth because I throw it really hard. So it can't still have... Sure, you can. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how you get the... Like, you spin the ball dead sideways. So if you, if you can spin it dead sideways with a vertical spin axis, then you want to spin it as fast as possible and have as much spin efficiency as possible. Because that means you're going to get maximum lateral movement and no vertical from the, from the spin. So it's going to drop with gravity and get a lot of lateral. But yours doesn't spin dead sideways. It spins like at a 130 axis. Okay, so no, no and I, I, I comprehend all this, but my, my point being is, in caveman terms, like, so why is it still nasty and it's got a 99% spin efficiency? If it doesn't spin sideways, uh, like... There's no gyroscopic component to it. So then, so that means spin efficiency is just nonsense. It doesn't yeah. mean anything. Yeah. So there's still dudes... So there are there dudes that can throw 100 miles an hour with an 80% fastball efficiency? Mm-hmm. So what's like he, uh, um, Edwards, the reliever with the Cubs. Like, oh, Brian Shaw's, a, Brian Shaw's a great example. Those are both cutter fastball guys. Oh, yeah. I well, guess. It's, it's their like, fastball, but yeah. it has like a cut spin to it. So they throw it 97 or 98, but the spin efficiency is like 60. And so it just produces a different movement. So with the changeup, like, it depends on what you're wanting. But the, the average, like you want to be as far away from average as possible on, on your pitch movements because hitters hit average pitches, right? So you want to have either like a lot more run or a lot more depth on the changeup to make it like a plus pitch, Yeah. you know? And so like spin efficiency isn't always the measure of that. It's just the measure of how much of that spin is contributing to the movement. But the movement might be in a direction that you don't want. Like you don't want lift on a changeup. Oh, so I'm getting the movement I want. And it's saying this 90, Nine, or, yeah, 99 right. on that. So if you're spinning it sideways, that'd be good. But if you have it tilted a little well, bit, then it's not. We got new cameras and shit up in Cleveland now. That's right. Good old Edgar. Those Let's are sold see. out, by the way. You can't even get an Edgertronic camera right now. God. I think I... Well, this is the sim game. All right, what we got? Yeah, yeah you do work. I'm going to eat. <laughs> Bauer, fix me while I eat this steak. Yeah, I'll eat this steak you provided for me. <laughs> You're a terrible teammate, Bauer. <laughs> yeah, can we get this? Uh, can we cut this part of the video so that no one sees that uh, I'm actually a good teammate? It would ruin my reputation. It would be a damn shame. Come on, video. It's not loading? It's just taking a little bit. Dude, game plan is not... <laughs> I think it's the uh, service out here. There's not a whole lot of, like... No, well, I can have pristine service and game plan still sketchy. 
They're like somewhat large files because they're shot at 2,000 frames a second. Yeah, but it's like they only take four pitches or five fastballs or whatever, five, or five change-ups. And... That's true. Let's see here. It's got to be going sometime soon. But it's definitely not completely sideways. Dude, look at your delivery. Your delivery is tight. It's sick besides my arch and my back, but I can't. What's wrong with that? I mean, I think it's more just a timing thing for me. Like, I pick my leg up that high for timing. Oh, you mean when you, like, you round your yeah. back at the beginning? I feel like it's like, to my backs. My backs can eat me up, and I feel like it's partly due to my caveman mechanics. Hey, man, caveman velo. Yeah, that's how, I mean, that's how I throw a spear. It look just like that. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Wooly Mammoth, stay right there. Let me just <laughs> kick my leg up here by my... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bud. <laughs> Appreciate you. <laughs> Good grief. Come on, game plan. All right, well, I'm going to eat while this loads. Yeah, forget it. I just but I know it's not spinning sideways, but I know it's getting really late depth, which I think is a good point of combo with you that I completely disagree. You don't believe in life on a baseball. Like, you don't believe in, like, late life. Oh, like, late life? No. Well, do you, so you believe in life on a baseball is, like, comparative to spin rate, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't believe that would be true either. So Cindergaard's fastball doesn't jump on guys? Guys wouldn't say that's late life? Okay, so you're, you're spinning this like a 1 o'clock spin direction. So it's spinning, like... Like this. So it has a lot of backspin to it. So you're creating a lot of lift on that pitch. But why is he getting so much depth? I bet if you, I will, I'm, I'm going to look after you hit it back. And I'm going to see if they have the TrackMan data is supposed to be loaded. I'm telling you the depth is getting ridiculous on it right now. Like more than I've had in the past. Let me look up your change-up numbers from last year on Brooks. Do it. And that, was, and that was a bad changeup last year for me. My changeup got wrecked. Probably because it was spinning like that. <laughs> <clears throat> I definitely have a better changeup than you now, though. No chance. Absolutely. I feel like, no, it spins way too different. I don't know, it just looks, at least when you're playing catch it looks different even coming out of your hand. Like, at, all right, so today's VLO, change up, 90.4. It cut, negative 13.2. Why is it not going over to the... So let me get the whole chart, hold on. My average is 96.3. No, I don't know. This, I don't know. I can't find the depth. It's blanked out. It's the only one that's blanked out that has the dashes through all of them. Hmm. So your changeup 
is getting, last year, it was between 23 and 25 inches of depth on average. Yeah, and what's at, what, what is average for that? I'm not sure exactly what average is, but the elite change-ups in the league have like 30 plus inches of depth. And I'm at 25? You're at 23 to 25. But elite, but the elite ones, what are the average velo of elite change-ups? Right, well, that's partially where you're losing some of the depth because you throw yours harder, a lot harder than most guys. Yeah, but I need it to be that hard. Right. But you could side spin it more, and it would be a, it would have more depth if you side spun it more. You also just don't spin it very fast, which is good. Mm -hmm. Like, so you, you kill some of the lift because you don't spin it very fast. But. Yeah, so I. My changeup's in like the 32 inches of depth range right now. Average 23.40 on spin rate on my heater with 2,079 being useful spin. What about on the changeup? Does it have those numbers? Uh, for a total spin would be 1663. Yeah. So that's 200 RPM lower than mine was last year. Slider is bumping 2,500, 2,533. Yeah, your slider, that's why your slider is so good. I felt like it sucked the other day, but it was a lot faster to 83 miles an hour on average. Yeah. In the 80s. It's all right, man. At some point, you'll realize and be okay with the fact that you're going to play second fiddle to me. No, no. I think you're just in fear that this rotation, you could be on third fiddle with Biebs, though, in 96 now. I'm pretty pumped <laughs> for Biebs, man. I think we literally just made him insecure enough that he was like, what am I doing? Now he's going to be way better. Mm. Hopefully he just never throws his change up to a lefty. So you got a list of questions. I don't think you asked me a one of them. What are you talking about? I've asked you quite a few. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, why, you want me to just go down a list of questions? Well, I was curious. I didn't think you did. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to send you some stuff so you could think of some stories. Like your yeah, worst. Yeah, I did. I did. I did research last night. Wrote some notes. Sick. Like no, I had like four IPAs and came over here in Uber. <laughs> that's, that's the best way to do it. <laughs> it was like your worst minor league spread, though. Oh, yeah, that one. That's the one we need to talk about. That happened in Columbus, too. I was here. Oh, what? Triple A? Triple A, too, yeah. Wow. It's the only time I've ever seen, and actually, I don't think it was disrespectful at all of Trimmy. He was very professional about it, was saying, we're getting the fuck out of here, <laughs> and we're not giving you any money. Dude, this is AAA. We get back, and they bring out this turkey breast, and it's in this, like, it's like, it's like a jello that's brown, like a gravy oh, jello. Like, it was, like, just fraught, like, sitting in the freezer for years. And they just brought it out and stuck the whole thing without looking at it into an oven for X amount of time. And then it's, like, that gelatin stuff. And it was just like, sitting in jelly. Jello. Yeah. Like, there's, like, I know, like, I've seen pictures of prison food because I pay taxes, so I've seen this stuff. <laughs> and it was nothing like 
what even is, what they eat. What does paying taxes have to do with seeing prison? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that was another story. What? <laughs> I'm not getting into that on camera. We can have that conversation later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> God, mom's a police sergeant, so uh, it's a long story. We'll get into that later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Most random thing. <laughs> I pay taxes, so I've seen prison food. Not that. Never mind. <laughs> All right. So turkey in in uh, jelly. In gelatin. Yeah. Not je uh, like jelly would still mean it had some like softness to it, some give. This was like if you fossilized turkey. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean that's worse than like the low A rookie ball. Like never had something like that there. Ever. Like crackers and like PB and J before. I mean I've had I've had that, yeah. I've had just PB and J's post game before. But this takes the cake. Mm -hmm. That's pretty bad. We left early. We were like, he's yelling us to get a shower and get in the car or get in the bus. We're leaving. We're going to stop and get food. Wasn't happy. But I had had, <laughs> even in double A, post game, we had burgers and hot dogs that were definitely from the concession because they were in the same <laughs> pots and pans as the concession. Yes, used. dude. Yeah. And they brought them down. That's the go-to move. Hey, guess what we had for our getaway day? Leftovers? It was like a pot pie of cut-up hamburger and <laughs> cut-up hot dog. <laughs> like this. Whoa, we got us there. Just repurposing everything? Mm-hmm. That's sick. Who's got, the best, who's got the best big league spread? Yankees. Yeah, for sure. Not even close. Not even any other team's fault. Getaway There's nothing day you can do. Yeah, getaway day there is ridiculous. No, and just their snacks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> their snack selection is like... What's your go-to for snack? Uh, dude, when I go there, I always get a hot dog just because you never get to eat ballpark hot dogs except in New York. Like, I don't know any other stadium I can go to and get a real ballpark hot dog unless I ask. Dodgers I'm not going to go through that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. going to go sneak a hot dog and eat it by myself. <laughs> Dude, you got to flag but, down the, the hot dog guy in the stands. Hey, bud, <laughs> give me one of those and a beer. Trade you a ball. <laughs> L.A. used to put out uh, Dodger dogs. I don't know if they still do. I haven't been there in a couple years, but. I've never played there. Yeah, what, are, what stadiums are you missing? You got all the. Miami animals. I'm missing me to go to, which is going to be fun. Yeah, I'm missing that one, too. I'm missing Miami and New York, which I think we go both of those places this year, so. I'm on the, the Mets. The Mets, yeah. yeah. I've been in the Mets. God, which one? Oh, Pittsburgh. That's the one I want to go to and never been to. Pittsburgh is amazing. So it's, yeah. So it's definitely the. It's unbelievable, dude. But do we go there this year? No. So what's your worst spread? You've been in multiple organizations. I'm trying to. I mean, we've I've had goldfish and PB and J for a pregame spread, like before the game. Yeah. Which is like awful. 
The worst part of the, like having a bad spread too is you're in these like middle of nowhere cities and there's nothing open. So it's not like you can even go out and get something somewhere else. Oh yeah, dude, like what we were eating instead of our bullshit food of the field was like a Whataburger. Uh-huh. Like that was our nutrition for the night. I mean, I was yeah. stoked then. Didn't think twice about it. Of course. That's what's, that, I, when people ask me the difference between back then and now, a part I think I completely overlook is nutrition. Cause like, oh, I mean, I don't follow it to a T, I don't schedule it. Like I know you did that in the off season stuff. Like I don't do that, but like, like I do, I don't eat anything that's like not, I mean, everything's non-GMO, everything's organic. I don't right. eat fruit that's, you know, I don't eat any preservatives and things like that. Yeah. I think that went a long way with just my growth as a human. Like I, that's, I look back and even as, I bet I was eating the same amount of calories, but the reason I was 180 pounds instead of being 220 like I am now, was eating fake food. Yeah. I was eating terrible food. Like, well, I mean, I'm not even, like, I think skin complexion, hair, like everything ties into that. Yeah. I never even thought about that before. Yeah. Well, it's a lot easier in the big leagues um, when you have well, resources and like can schedule that out. And, mm -hmm. like, aren't making $400 a month. But even all smart in the minor leagues, I think, not that I'd had even an easy route for it, but definitely better than what I was doing. Yeah, for sure. But at that point, you're so focused on just like everything at the field. You're like, oh, I'm gonna go out and do this and that. Like you just yeah. completely, like you don't value all the other stuff off the field nearly as much, you know? Mm -hmm. you're, but you're big on, you're big in general on just being natural. Like you, yeah. don't, like you don't wear shoes in the weight room. Like what else? What else do you do? I, mean, I, don't, like... I don't take like ibuprofen. And, I mean, I will when I have to. I mean, I'm not like some weird parent. Like my kids are gonna get vaccinated and yeah. shit. I'm not dumb. Like, yeah. But like I'm, I'm not gonna go take ibuprofen. Like unless it's like dire need. Like I have to be. It's either go see a doctor or maybe try ibuprofen. Then it's like okay, fuck. I'm gonna try ibuprofen real quick. Yeah. But I don't take medicines. I don't. Anything I'm the same. Like that. Yeah, I'm the same way. Do you take any like natural root or anything like that? Like uh, turmeric, yeah. I mean like ginger root, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'll like if I'm getting sick, I'll have like echinacea root. Just by that little town that I'm at, like the best part is like going yeah. to the little shop where they're like, I mean they can tell you their own gar backyard where they got that yeah. ginger root and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was really like, cool. Like when we got to walk in there, yeah. it was pretty sweet. They have like all this stuff that you're like kind of used to seeing in a supermarket, but it's all like the actual good stuff, like. And the people's Natural like stuff. actual purpose is to put out food that they trust and like. Like there's yeah. not like a a monetary aspect that's driving it. Yeah. Like Yeah, that's good. You also can eat whatever and be athletic and powerful. Like not Yeah, but be not fat. feel that way. I could look that way, but not feel that way at all. Yeah. So physicality is like a totally think genetical genetic type thing genetical but like is a good word genetical yeah but no but feeling there's the way i feel mentally like mental fogginess like yeah the first thing i noticed when i was drinking green juice every day and then took like a few like like even if it was a week or two weeks off because i was doing this or that like after the season hit yeah that's when i started picking it up every day and even in the off season every day i'm drinking green juice it's the mental side of it, it was even the physical is the mental clarity like the like I could wake up, feel groggy, drink my coffee, get like the little jittery, like spurt of energy. But like, it wasn't the same as when I got those pure, fresh green juices and how just my brain worked and solved problems and ha it handled anxiety, handled pressure, handled, you know, anything like. Dude, that's like, for me, I'm trying to figure out how to sleep better. 
because I feel I'll, like yeah. in a fog. I got. I feel like I got a, away. Let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I don't sleep very well, and I feel like I'm in a fog all the time. But it's hard for me to say. Like people ask me, like, "Oh, like, do you notice you're tired all the time, or whatever?" I'm like, "I don't really know because this is just how I always am. Like, I don't know if I could feel better or if I, maybe I feel great." Yeah, like, dude, I'm telling you, I, I've been yeah. there. Yeah, I yeah. Got, I got to figure that out. Got my new uh, like fitness tracker. Just hop on the Joe Rogan podcast, to dude. Change your life. I'm trying to get on the Joe Rogan <laughs> podcast, man. I know. I've been trying for like six is. months. Everybody is. Joe doesn't like baseball players. He doesn't want to have me on. I'm like, Joe, we can talk about whatever else. We can talk about UFC. We can talk about training, tech, whatever you want. I'm down. Just let's shoot the breeze for an hour. We can rip on baseball together. We can talk about how boring baseball is. I'm down. Let's do it. Nope. Just getting stonewalled. I saw him at the UFC fight the other day. I was going to go up to him like, Joe, you got to get me on your podcast. And you're just like, I didn't see him again. You just bounced. He disappeared. Like, you're a master. I gotta find my way on, man. I need to get on the body issue, so Joe Rogan knows who I am, and then get on this podcast. Goals. Look I'm beating you to the. You're not getting on the body issue. Why? Unless you do the office edition. I don't care what <laughs> the edition. front office edition of the body issue. <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't even make that one. <laughs> Heck yeah, our front office is in the weight room all the time. Dude, so. we got, yeah, our front office is jacked, man. I would say jacked is so far as, like, conditioned. Cut. Yeah, they're conditioned and cut. All, like, triathletes. Chris is, Chris is cut, dude. Said a triathlete? Yeah. Well, that's By what, the way, that's I was doing the combine today. That was 6'3", 230. Ran a 4'3", 3", and he's 1.6% body fat. And he has a 40-inch vert. <laughs> 1.6 doesn't sound healthy to me at all. Think about football, though. 16 games. You just build your armor. I'm getting hit once a week for 16 games. I don't give a fuck about my body fat. I want to be strong. I'm getting hit a couple times a game, knocking my brain around. But he's got, what is he? Is he a... Wide receiver, too, which is it's horrifying. Jesus, man. Oh, there was also like a 380-pound man that ran a 499. Which, in perspective, would beat like sixty to seventy percent of MLB players in a. Yeah, that's crazy how powerful. In a forty guys. race, if someone four hundred pounds hits you with that amount of force of like a yeah average left fielder speed, yeah. he's four hundred pounds. Yeah, you wonder why they all have like their bodies are crushed. That's crazy. I don't know if they don't have guaranteed money either. That's that is crazy. They can just be cut whenever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, little buddy. Their union is uh, needs to get on it, man. We have any athletes? Are you? Where do you rank in the most athletic MLB players? Where, where would you say? You think you're like top? I don't know because like there's people that are like closet. At, thank you. There's people that are closet athletes that are. You wouldn't know. Yes, I am. Thank you. Who's the most? Who's your most exciting like player to watch in MLB? I mean, without even bias, like it's got to be Frankie. But also, I, I mean, there's obviously bias, so I get to see like all those special moments. Yeah, I had to be there for Puerto Rico. I get to be there for all the cool things that happen. But it does feel like if it's a big moment and he's up, it's almost like 
every person knows, like, oh, he's, yeah, he's got it. <laughs> yeah. There's, def- got there's it. definitely that aura around him. Like, it is. It's a we weird... We could just get Frankie out. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> Dude, it's all, I mean, it's not... I'm not even saying it's always that feeling when it comes to the plays. I mean, that feeling every time there's someone on third base with less than two outs. But when it's like the the ninth inning. The big moment. Yeah, when it's the best pitcher in the game on the mound, when I see Frankie choke up, I'm like, dude, this guy's (laughs) fucked. Like, like he's no chance. He's getting on base. I mean, the only chance you have is to keep it inside this park. So you walk him or you watch it. Yeah, he like single-handedly saved our winning streak. Mm-hmm. Until I blew it the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Only fitting. Yeah. Dude, I, I've blown two 22-game winning streaks in my career. How about two that? 20, yeah. In college? Dude, I yeah. We started the year off in 2010 at UCLA, 22-0, and I lost the 23rd game. And then I also lost the 23rd game on our winning streak. So you only lost it the second time? Because you were thinking about the first time. Maybe. Hundred percent. I don't know, man. I give you already up. relived that in your sleep. You're laying there. You got to the field the next day and you thought about it. I didn't pitch bad. I gave up like three runs over seven or something like that. You probably been zero if you weren't thinking about it. Might have been. Probably been zero if you. There's no way you didn't go to the field thinking about that shit. Like, oh, I definitely fuck. knew. <laughs> I just. <laughs> <I definitely laughs> <do. laughs> it's the same number. Like anybody else. Anybody yeah. else pitch? <laughs> I I don't. I don't feel it today, guys. I don't know. I can't go. Just, uh, yeah, something came up. Can't be there. <laughs> Trust me, you're better off without me this game. Well, dude, I, I mean, we lost the day before anyways, but somehow won. We were down by seven in like the eighth or something. Yeah. No, that was the game that Frankie hit the... It was like two outs, and we were down. There was a guy on first, and he hit like a triple off the wall. Like Alex Gordon jumped like at the wall and left. Oh, yeah. And like, yeah. he like, you just and missed Jay it. then Jay Bruce hit that. Yeah. In like the 11th or whatever, he hit the single like mm-hmm. down the. He pulled it down the line, and then they cut it to Titanic music. <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of the things the internet is good for. Yeah. Just all the memes. <laughs> does this fit your uh, non-GMO um, meal plan? No, I, I like I said, I'm not like strict about it. It's just when I'm buying my gro. <laughs> not strict about it. Ring but, the bell, Cliff. <laughs> when I'm buying my groceries and ordering my stuff or picking my, the restaurants, like, but I'm also not like a dick. Like, if I go somewhere and I'm like, hey, man, what you what you got in here? <laughs> like, no. Do you Amazon grocery? Like, do you order groceries off Amazon? Do I look like I'm 400 pounds? No. <laughs> I don't know. I go pick them up because I have legs <laughs> and I appreciate my legs, which is why I don't like elevators either. Okay. No, I just have a fear of elevators, and I think it derives from the fact of like going to the fourth floor on an elevator and then <laughs> dying in a fourth floor elevator, so just taking the stairs. I, I don't know. I really how did, how did that start? I have no that idea. That is very odd. But even my daughters are afraid of elevators, and well, I've that's never. Just, that's I, just nurture. That has dude, to be. But it's not like I get an elevator like ooh, like <laughs> I mean, obviously fucking hold it together. <laughs> <laughs> but how are they scared elevators? That's what's weird. It's like an innate passing through <laughs> a ball sack to uh, <laughs> like up here. <laughs> Why you gotta take it there, man? I'm sorry. It's, it's just funny. That's where my fear translated to a human. Like, 
Okay. <laughs> Mr. Three Rules just told me I took it too far. <laughs> Three Rules of Sports Illustrated. You told me I took it too far. I mean, we were having a nice dinner conversation. You had to go straight to we the ball sack. We just killed him. We just killed him. We broke him. But seriously, though, how weird is that? It's pretty weird. Like actually afraid once it like to get on it, and one of them's not. So one of them is, but like where you have to grab her, pick her up, put her on the elevator. Are you afraid of being like enclosed? You know, we do the bod pod, like getting close. I mean, I don't like pod. that, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm not like sweaty and freaking out, but I'm not like volunteering to go into that situation either. Yeah. You had to do an MRI, right? That, I didn't like that at all, dude. dude I was sweaty tough. for that. That one's tough. I was definitely could, sweating. Okay, that. so what, did you go arm overhead? Yes, it was terrible. And then you have to be on your stomach, mm -hmm. and then you're like this, and your arm goes to sleep. And you're and you in gotta, that same kind of massage, yeah. terrible plastic pad. Or you like try to move your head to the side, but then like you don't want to move too much because your arm, like if you move it at all, they got to redo the eight-minute scan, and you're like, damn, it just went from 40 minutes to 48 minutes. Mm -hmm. oh, it's so uncomfortable. Every time I do that in the offseason, I just ask myself, why am I here? That was nightmare fuel. Like, hey, we're getting this machine and see if you could pitch again. <laughs> <laughs> You're in this really tight uh. spot, in an uncomfortable position, and you might not be able to throw anymore. Brutal. This is legitimately like my, this, this is a nightmare. What was the worst part of Tommy John that you had? The fucking conditioning. Really? God. That man ran us into the ground over there. But just I mean, there's nothing else to do. Just, yeah, there's nothing else to do though. Yeah. And he wasn't gonna let us just like party because we were in Tempe. Ooh, we were yeah. like, it, and we were all 21. We were all 21. <laughs> it was four of us, or 21 to 23, and in Tempe, Arizona, and my apartment was on campus. Oh man, that sounds he like he ran a us into the fucking ground. The first day he saw us hung over. Every day after that was like, get get drunk. Wait till you get here. See what happens. Yeah, yeah. wait till you get here. And eventually you're like, okay, well, like, I'm gonna keep dying every day if I wanna like have fun. Mm -hmm. So, so it's actually like really good for us. But I'm talking about I'm not, not not even joking. 45 minute Indian runs in Arizona hot. summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super hot. Oh, I remember having to start. <laughs> speaking of puking on the mountain, this is totally not alcohol related. This was coffee related. I had like a Big iced coffee before I go to do this day start. Game time temperature was 132. It was my last rehab start. Dude, how did they not cancel that? It was the only day game. The only They were only playing night games during the summer, but that was the only day game. It was playoffs for, like, rookie ball, whatever. And it was, how, do you, how can you schedule, like, how do you just not cancel that game? That can't be safe. Dude, I went out there for my third inning, last inning, and I was already, like, way queasy after warming up, and I knew that coffee was a bad choice. Yeah. Like. And I was back when I was putting this before when I was putting milk on my coffee and sugar. Like I didn't <laughs> All the care about any of this stuff. Yeah. I was like, it was basically like a milkshake I was drinking before I pitched. And I was warming up and I was like, tell looking at my pitching coach at the time, Matt Wise, I was like, I'm I'm gonna throw up. Like I'm gonna puke right here. And he's like, No, 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 you can't, you can't. I'm like, uh, that's not the plan, but I'm not gonna be able to control this. <laughs> like, get through it, get on the mound, get through two innings, and like literally in my head. The whole thing, I'm like, please just hit, just hit the ball. Just hit the ball to somebody. Just hit it to somebody. And I'm like, 
throwing everything I can. Probably the best fish strike efficiency in my life. <laughs> like, I didn't care. I was like, hit it a million. Just hit it at somebody. Get to the third inning, and I'm like, all right, I'm good. And this is when young, savage, but dumb Clev kicks in. I'm like, I'm going to throw a dip in for my last rehab inning. Send this out like Kenny Power style. Oh like, thinking God. I'm cleared, I'm fine. Yeah, so I get out there, and this is back when you, like, worry about I mean, yeah, I'm still, I'm still super worried about people seeing it. But, like, you're really worried when you're younger about umpires seeing it and stuff because they get serious and they yeah. get to, like, pull their yeah. shit out for a second and have their spotlight. Yeah. So, like, get out there, I'm fine. And the jog out there got me. And I was like, fuck, and I can't take it out. <laughs> so, like, I'm warming up. <laughs> like, second pitch in, I'm like, I'm not even kidding, like, I puked complete water into my mouth, like vomited, oh, not just come. Like, it just I'm, glad, I'm glad we're done with dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 this is great. This is a great ending to this. And it was just all in my mouth. I was like, what do I do? So I literally just like spit what it looked like. I just drank a sip of bo- uh, bottled water. And I'm looking at, the, and the umpire's just staring at me from behind the mound. It's a three-man crew because it's like a very serious playoff game. So he's like staring at me, so I'm like afraid to take my dip out. So it's still in my mouth. And I'm like, okay, let's get through this inning. So I'm literally just doing everything I can. I'm getting to the last hitter, and I, I've never been this sweaty on a mound, even in the World Series, because I'm thinking about how I'm going to get sick <laughs> on a mound in front of everybody in my last playoff or rehab start. And they're all going to think it's because I like went out and partied or something, but it wasn't. I'm like, everything's running through my head. I'm like, just get out. So like. It's a 2-2 count, and I'm like, literally, I'm, th- I'm literally going to flip this slide. I don't even give a fuck if it moves. It's going to land down the middle. He, ro- he caps it back to me, right back to me. So I'm like, get this ball. I've never not wanted to run a ball to first base so bad. So I, fl- I, I prom- I, you guys, anybody with the Angels, this is the best story. So I toss him the ball, get the out. I'm like, just make it to the bathroom. So everyone knew my rehab process. Everyone knew me with the Angels, obviously. So... Literally, they're all coming up out the dugout to almost like give me a high five. Cause it took me, well, it took me a year and a half to come back. I had a setback, all this shit. And I was back. I was finally going to get, this was the last one that cleared me to go back to regular place. So, oh, we're coming up. And I'm trying to tell them like, no, no, no. <laughs> and so like at the Angel Stadium, there's a dugout in the visitor's locker room. that path right there, like right next to it. So I'm taking, obviously, the path to the left, less traveled for this one. And, like, <laughs> I'm going to try to, like, I try to tell them I'm puking. I'm looking at me like, what? I make it right to the line and hold my glove up, and it sprayed to every <laughs> finger. I swear, oh, no. dude, I swear. I was, it sprayed, and it was, like, three spur, like, it sprayed. <laughs> dude, it was so bad. It was so embarrassing. And I'm like, everyone's scattering away in the dugout. So I run down that little, like, tunnel trying to get to the bathroom. I hit, like, five feet before the door and then hit the door, like, just, like, all water and coffee and adrenaline. But oh, man. Let me finish my dessert. <laughs> I can't imagine a better way to end dinner than that. No. <laughs> Just go out with a bang. Yeah, what time is it? Think. <laughs> that is unbelievable. <laughs> can't imagine. Well, thanks for coming out, dude. I appreciate it. It's oh, fun. Thanks for the yeah. dinner. Thanks for eating my food and shooting the shit. It's Talking about great. puke and stuff? Yeah. And balls? Yeah, great way. Great way. <laughs> it's a great session.
that's a wrap on this episode of Bauer Bites. Joining me next time is Scooter Jeanette, professional hit-getter and advocate for our nation's youth. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at watch underscore momentum and subscribe to our YouTube page, Watch Momentum, for more behind-the-scenes, player-driven content. Be kind, have a wonderful day, and I'll catch you all right here for the next episode of the Bauer Bites podcast. Bauer Bites.